Hi there, I'm Michael Clark, and he's Mike Pereira. Together, we're the hosts of Mid-Credit Scene, a podcast about movies. And this is a Mid-Credit Minute, kind of bonus mini-episode, where we talk about big, important things, like snacks, double features, and more. On today's episode, Scott Williams tells us his double feature. Scott, you have the opportunity to program a double feature at the Apollo of the Princess, any theater of your choice. What two movies are you going to pick and and why? Yeah, so this is another one that I could do like every day and <laughs> be, be something different. But uh, we had been talking about some Alfred Hitchcock, so that was in my head. And so I was thinking Rope and oh. Strangers on a Train or Rope and I Confess. Um, because I have not seen any of those on the big screen. And I think it would be really awesome. Rope is the one for people who haven't seen it that was meant to look like it was done in a single shot. So there are transitions every time the reel cuts, but you're, you're supposed to be uh, thinking that it's a single shot. And I would love to see what that looks like on the big screen. And also all three of those are kind of queer and I was in the mood for that, so. Yeah, you know, it's funny when when you had sent over the list and I saw that Rope uh, and and Strangers on a Train, which are two of my favorites, and Rope especially is a, is a Hitchcock film that not a lot of people know about or talk about. And uh, and yes, it has it has some great subtext from that, you know, code, heavy code era. Uh, Hitchcock really embeds that in such a fantastic way. Um, and it's, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a dark film when you think about it. It's very dark. Yeah. But, uh, it moves <laughs> so, so it like, it moves a pace it goes and it's just super entertaining. It's also got one of, uh, the favorite sort of mother characters that Hitchcock does that one and strangers on a train, both have great mothers. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Just a lot yeah. of fun, I think. I think now with the advent of like digital, uh, you know, rope more than almost any other Hitchcock film is one of the most uh, interesting to me as an opportunity for a, like a shot for shot remake. Mm. Because you could skip the, oh, I'm going to zoom in on the back of the suit because I need to change the reel. And you could really do it. And like, you know, it'd be great to see someone to be like, listen, we're going to do one long continuous take and just master plan the whole thing. And uh, it would be really fascinating to see. Yeah. I, I watched something recently that was based on the Leopold and Loeb story. What was it? Was it a TV show or a movie? I can't remember. It can't have been that good, but it was something recent. Uh, and I, of course, it made me think of Rope, but it was not uh not russian arcs to him oh man it's a yeah no it's a, it's a phenomenal film it was actually one of the weirdly it was one of the first, i came to hitchcock late in life and so uh it was probably one of the first hitchcock films i i had ever seen hitchcock um, is is uh was one of the first like classic film uh directors that I was connected with mostly because my film education largely came from uh, Saturday Night at the Movies on TVO and, and Elle was always playing Hitchcock movies uh, and he's one of my favorite directors but there are still certain movies of his that I haven't seen weirdly like after 30 years you think I would have like taken the time to 
watch Frenzy, and yet I have never seen Frenzy. Um, but others I have seen a hundred times because Elwi would play Rope and Birds and, and Strangers on a Train, which I think is also probably one of his lesser, is, today has less of a, 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 an awareness about it. I agree. Even, yeah. even Throw Mama from the Train has less of a cultural uh, footprint now than it, it did 10 years ago. But Elwi was yeah. my introduction to Hitchcock too. I, I remember very clearly, I think I was 13 and it was Psycho was the first one. And yeah, just blew my mind. I miss Saturday Night at the Movies. So do I. I was trying to think of what the first Hitchcock film I saw was. And I think it was probably Rear Window. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I think that. I just, when I was looking at his filmography, I'm like, I had, like, something here has to click. And I think it was Rear Window. And, like, that's just also such a wonderful film. Uh, And so simple. And... Uh, I know they've remade it a couple times, and, and but the performances are are perfect. Uh, and the first time, I, and I think that was maybe also one of the, the first films I saw when I was a kid that I like realized there was performance happening. Um, like it wasn't a passive experience, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Jimmy Stewart is is like doing things and making choices, and this is interesting to me. And so well designed that one, like to to entirely on stage and the costumes grace kelly in that dress amazing yeah i think interestingly my first exposure to hitchcock uh wasn't through film exactly it was uh i think when i was 13 we went to uh you know florida and we did the disney universal or whatever and they did the, the there's a hitchcock exhibit there and they do the rear window at the set and everything like the the model of the city and and uh you know so that was kind of how i first got introduced to a lot of the concepts of those movies was through that uh experience so when i started watching hitchcock films i already had in my mind how deliberate the design of it was because my first experience was sort of somebody showcasing the design right um and the way he would use models and the way he, like you know the like you know to show sets and the way he would you know show buildings and different viewpoints and the cinematography of it was already highlighted to me so i came to a hitchcock film being like oh this is a specific set of films which is probably the only director i can say that about right where i was i was preconditioned to understand the films before i went in yeah well he's such a personality because of the tv show and he was yeah such a character and when i think he came to that heavily designed kind of thing because he hated working on location he liked the control of studios but he's now become one of these directors who is who at least i associate really with these heavily theatrical kind of designed tim burton would be another one um wes anderson those kind of people who so uh, so much attention to detail goes into the design of the film rather than just the story it's 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 almost like a stage like it's a very obvious stage yeah setting right they don't try to hide it, it reminds me of like you know some of the old like was it Bertolt Brecht who like made it very obvious that it was like you know point would point out that you are in a in a theater watching a play this isn't real it's it's a staged performance and you need yeah. to be aware of that and um 
those same themes right and i like i love the way that that people use when they really obviously use a set to good effect Mm. it's uh it's pretty cool well and to bring it back to what we were talking about rope is a great example of that because they had to build so many gimmicks into that set like wilding bits and things to make sure that the timing was great for keeping the camera dancing with the actors and making it look like it was a single shot. So when you really pay attention to that set, that's pretty amazing. The the backdrop, the changes, uh, like you see the sun setting over the, over the course of the film that's happening sort of in real time. It's pretty great. Which for a film made in 48 is even more impressive. Like th- that's next to impossible to do in the modern day when they're using a digital camera that might only weigh you know, 30 pounds. Back then, they're basically hauling a tank around with yeah. film spools in it. Yeah, there's no steady cam at that point, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, the, the architecture of that film is, is beautiful to watch unfold, like the way they move the camera, because set pieces have to move out of the way, right? And move back in, and like, you know, like people have to intro and exit at different times. It's, uh, it's a, it is a masterpiece of constraint. Yeah. yeah. Well, dang, now I really want to organize a screening of Rope. Somebody call Kara. To hear more, listen to mid Credit Scene Podcast on Midtown Radio or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>